0: Hello and welcome to day six of the Shema Shema, the free hearing God challenge. We are already on day six, can you imagine? We've gone through obedience, the Abba Cook formula, just generally understanding who we are as well in Christ and why God wants to speak to us. So today is a very important topic. Today we will be talking about obstacles to hearing God. If we are all meant to hear God's voice, as the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. Why then? What can block us from hearing God? So today, that's what we're going to discuss. It'll be short and it'll be quite illuminating. You know, we talked about, uh, I shared a booklet some days ago about the nature of God. The nature of God is key to us hearing God clearly so the first thing that hinders us from hearing god the first obstacle to hearing god is not believing god is who he says he is in short unbelief doubt and unbelief doubt and unbelief are two clear ways in which we can block ourselves from hearing what god is saying you know, especially when you don't, you don't have the right view of God, and so you don't believe Him. When Jesus went um, into the town in Ma- Matthew chapter thirteen verse fifty-eight, He was not able to do many things there, many miracles there, because of the unbelief of the people that were there. They could, they did not believe in Him, and so He could not do much of, much to it, much in their town. Sorry, and today it is the same thing. It is possible. you believe that god still speaks to us today yes but you might doubt that he wants to speak to you about your own matter about your own environment and when you don't believe that god is who he says he is then you're going to find it difficult to hear from a god you don't believe is good for instance if you're not sure of the nature of god you begin to doubt if god is who he says he is and another thing because you have if you have a wrong perception of god And you believe that maybe your misfortune or whatever is happening to you, your problem was caused by God. You're not likely to hear from him because you think you're not going to go to the source of the problem for the solution. So you find it difficult to hear from him. So this is why we need to have a correct view of God and know that God wants to speak to you. And that he is a good God who is willing and ready to always help us. The second one is when is logic. Logic is the second problem, is the second hindrance. Logic. The Bible says faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Something you don't see, something your senses cannot um, understand. Many people find it hard to believe. But you see, in faith, you believe first, then you see physically. You see a manifestation physically. But logic tells you to see analyze first before you know. You must analyze it, be sure that it is true and all of that. But you know, the thing is, you cannot hear from God logically. It doesn't make sense because your senses are limited. Remember, we, th- we talked about your his thoughts are higher than your thoughts yesterday. If you get too logical, then you can miss the things of God. Not only can you miss things of God, you will miss the things of God when your focus is on logic. Do you see? If your focus is on logic, you cannot understand God with your mind. The Bible says that who can understand a man except the spirit of the man? Same thing, who can understand God except the spirit of God? And that's why the Bible says that as believers, we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ that we have is what helps us to see the way God sees. If you do not recognize that you have the mind of Christ, that it is the spirit of God in you that would lead you. You will try to understand God with logic. And if you try to understand God with logic, it won't make sense. Imagine Naaman, the leper, when he was told to go and bathe in River Jordan. Logically, it didn't make sense because he felt that in his own country, they had better rivers. That's logic. But what was the truth? The truth was you needed to go to River Jordan. His opinions, his logic, his common sense had no impact on what God wanted him to do. And it's the same thing with a lot of us. We see what God wants us to do as a dirty river Jordan. Instead of... Because we are we are learned, we understand things. We are learned, we think we know everything. But the truth is, stop trying to understand God with your logic. You just can't. You can't understand Him with your logic. A third reason why many people are hindered from hearing God is an undue focus on the demonic. I would explain this a bit more. Undue focus on the demonic. We jump at every problem. We, we see everything as demonic, demonic, demonic. We are more focused on understanding demonology than we are on understanding faith. You can tell people, some people can tell you everything about classes of demons and what demons can do, blah, 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 blah. But the thing is this, what you search for is what you'll find. Proverbs eleven twenty seven says, if you search for good, you will find favor. But if you search for evil, it will find you. If you focus too much on the demonic, guess what? That is all you'll see. You are looking at demons instead of looking at God. You are looking at Satan and what Satan is doing instead of looking at God and his goodness. Do you see? Ask God to open your eyes. Which is why when I was teaching about the Abba formula, I said you focus on the goodness of God. We don't focus on what the enemy is doing. We don't focus on who he is. The Bible didn't tell us study the devil. It didn't tell us anywhere to study the enemy. He said you are not ignorant of the devices of the enemy. How are you not ignorant? You have the mind of Christ. Jesus already knew everything there is to know about the enemy. There's no need for you to study the devil. You only need to stay with the Holy Spirit and he will guide you on what to do. Too much focus on the demonic. Too much focus on the evil. And that's what you will get. It will hinder you from hearing what God has to say to you. Number four. Too many of us have preconceived ideas. Remember when I was telling you about the different ways that God speaks to us. Some people feel that if God cannot speak loudly like you can hear me right now, then they don't want to. There is no God. Or some people believe that it is only in their dreams that God can speak to them. When you come to God with these preconceived ideas, it limits you being able to hear from god because he might be speaking clearly and you will not be able to discern because you have a preconceived idea of how god speaks some people believe that this is only what the prophet tells them that is true and so every other way that god tries to reach out to them they don't believe it because their prophet has not confirmed it their prophet in quotes has not confirmed it prophet is an office yes but they are not the final say on how god wants to speak to you so if you come to god with a preconceived idea of how you feel it should speak to you, guess what? You're going to miss out on God completely. And you will miss out on what God is trying to say to you. Number five, emotional baggage. Emotional baggage. What do I mean by emotional baggage? Bitterness, unforgiveness. Bitterness is dangerous. It's a dangerous emotion. You are so focused on. On other on what someone has done to you or on what circumstances has done to you, your the heart of the person is hardened, and this completely blocks out from God what God is saying to a person. The Bible has talked told us that we need to put off these things. You cannot harbor bitterness and unforgiveness in your heart and be waiting for God to speak to you. It will prevent you from hearing what God has to say, it will block you in the secret place. Because when you are full of bitterness and unforgiveness. You're not here. You're not listening to what God has to say because it is is a root of hatred. And you know, God is love. We need to get rid. Don't let your past hold you down from what God is saying. Let go. Forgive. Because if you do not forgive and move away from the bitterness, which the Spirit of God will help you to do, you will find it extremely difficult to hear from God. Who are you holding on to that you have refused to forgive? Forgive so that God can speak to you. Focus on God. Focus on His goodness. Submit to Him. Let Him help you out of this unforgiveness and bitterness. Let Him hold your hand out of it. Resolve that, God, I abandoned myself with you. I will no longer carry around this emotional baggage of bitterness and unforgiveness. And you know what? He will help you. It will help you and it will bring you out of it. Another emotional baggage that holds many people down is a sense of guilt and shame. You know, when we feel unworthy, a sense of condemnation, when you feel that God cannot, um, that you are not worthy. Remember we talked about identity, spoke about who you are in Christ. It is so key. You deserve to hear from God. The Bible says there is therefore now no condemnation for them who are in Christ Jesus. That is in Romans chapter eight verse one. There is no condemnation for you. So you need to stand tall and bold and know that you are the one that has been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Because if you are if you feel guilty, you feel a sense of shame and condemnation. You will not be able to hear what God is saying to you. You will not be able to hear the amazing plans that God has for you. It's extremely important that you tune your heart to hear what God is saying about you. Okay, number six. Some people don't hear God because God is just one of the many options. You have already prepared alternatives to God. You have already made up your mind, okay, let me just try God and then try this person try my connections and all of that you already have prepared alternatives to god god is not your focus you just want to try him you know like a lottery and see if it works no god cannot be your alternative because god is god and he should be your source so so for many of us that's why we don't hear god you come to him with an alternative already prepared you already know that once i finish praying now i'm going to call that my connection who can help me get the business, who can help me get the job. No, God cannot be an alternative. God is the main thing. And if God is not the main thing, you're going to find it difficult to hear from God regarding an issue. So you need to prepare your mind and put away alternatives and let God be the one to download to you strategies from heaven on what you need to do and how you should do it. Do not say, do not make God an alternative. Make God the only one. Okay, put all your eggs in God's basket. Then finally, wrong motives. Wrong motives. Wrong motives. Many people come to God for them to consume it on their own lust. You come to God, ask Him to, you come to worship with Him so that you can get something for yourself that you can consume on your own. So that you can, you know, be... A big boy or a big girl, be a person that everybody... that you you want to pepper people. You see, you want people to um believe that. How do I put it? You the Bible says you ask and you receive not because you want to consume it on your own lust. You ask and you don't receive. You come in the place of prayer. You come to the place of communion because what you just want is you want God to just give you a brand new car. Just want to get a brand new car so that everybody would know that you have gotten to. You you have arrived, you have reached where you want to be, so that everybody will be envious of you. And that is a no. So you cannot come to God with a wrong motive and expect him to talk to you in the manner you want. It's not going to happen. And that is also why many people don't hear from God. Because you have come to God with a wrong motive to consume what you have come to ask him for. In the the place of loss, wrong motives. It's in the book of James, chapter 4. Let me read James for you so that you can understand what I'm trying to say. James, chapter 4, verse 3, it says, You ask and do not receive, because you ask amiss, that you may spend it on your pleasures. You ask and you do not receive, because you ask amiss, that you may spend it upon your own pleasures. Let me read it in the Passion Translation. And if you ask, you won't receive it. For you are asking with corrupt motives, seeking only to fulfill your own selfish desires. That's from the Passion Translation. And when you come to God with wrong motives, He's not going to speak to you the way you want Him to speak to you. He's not going to speak to you because you cannot come to God with a wrong motive, with a corrupt motive. You will not hear from Him. These are the seven things. It's not an exhaustive list. But this is the least that I have come across in my own walk with God that I've seen that blocks us from hearing what God has to say to us. Which one of these applies to you? I want you to check yourself and repent and turn around from any one of these things that are blocking you. Could it be wrong motives? Have you chosen not to forgive someone? Which one is it? Upgrade your... Look at the devotional I shared on Monday regarding the goodness of God. And you will see that God is good, and upgrade your image of who God is, of who he has called you to be, so that you can hear God clearly and without God. So thank you for joining me again on day six, and tomorrow is the last day. I can't believe it that we are almost through. Thank you for joining me every single day. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.